0: This is Lo. Welcome to another episode of I Love Wellness. Today, we have a cannabis queen on the show and somebody that I am really excited to chat with and learn from. We have the co founder of Kiva Confections, Christy Palmer. Hi, welcome.
1: Hi, Lo. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. How's everything going? Have you eaten
0: many edibles today just waiting (laughs) for the election results? (laughs)
1: Man, I have wanted to. I am uh, currently abstaining, actually, because I'm breastfeeding. So I have been dreaming about when is my next moment that I get to consume cannabis and I can't wait for it. Yeah. Now would be an amazing time.
0: <laughs> now would be a good time. I'm sure by the time we release this episode, we'll have a better sense of who the president is or what's going to happen. So if you're listening, we were are recording this uh, on Thursday, November 5th um, in the early afternoon uh, East Coast time. So we still don't know what's happening. So <laughs> you may look back at time on this episode and- I don't know, find something funny in it. Anyway, it's so nice to meet you. I have so many questions about edibles um, because I have never eaten an edible in my life. In fact, I'm one of those people that is terrified and will say out loud, I'm never going to eat an edible because I'm so afraid of what might happen to me. However, I'm like a light cannabis user, you know, I'll like smoke a little in California. I like an indica, you know, I just don't like feeling out of control at all. And so the concept of eating an edible to me truly shakes me to my core. So Mm -hmm. first and foremost, please like calm my mind. And then I want to hear all about,
1: your amazing company. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Well, you're the perfect candidate for um, a Kiva product because of that fear and lack of trust that you have in edibles. Um, I'm guessing that probably comes from horror stories from friends about yes. how they consumed brownies in college made by their roommate and they were asleep on the couch or Worse for the next three days. In the fetal
0: position. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hi. Take me to the hospital. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so um, you're not unique in that uh, in that belief and that mistrust, and um, that is exactly why we started the company um, was to create a more professional, a dependable, reliable, professional, consistent, beautiful, delicious um edible that um people could trust and that uh, edibles don't have to be um experimental or scary or inconsistent um you don't have to feel like you're playing russian roulette when you consume an edible they can be consistent just like any other food product like alcohol wine right you know exactly when you drink a glass of wine you know what that's going to feel like and if you want to have a half or three glasses of wine you can do that um, depending on what effect you're looking for. Same thing goes for cannabis products. You can, um, for Kiva products in particular, and really any cannabis edible that's um, made in the in the white market, so to speak, in the legal market. Um, Mm -hmm. So any legal products now um, have to have that consistency uh, built in. There's a regular aspect to it now yes which is new right especially in California we've only had our recreational um, laws we've only had really any kind of um, regulations and laws governing the California cannabis market since the beginning of 2018 and um, we started our company in 2010 So we had about um, eight years of trying to operate as a professional company without any regulations. So um, building in that consistency and that responsibility is like in our DNA. And our our company wouldn't exist if we couldn't make um, trustworthy products for people like yourself that will help, you know, kind of uh, change the stigma and um, change the negative association with edibles.
0: Yeah. So I know that Kiva, it's chocolate. First and foremost, Do you guys make any
1: other products besides chocolate? Yep. So we started with chocolate bars. Um, then we have a terabyte, we call them and they're, um, chocolate covered blueberries, espresso beans, a sea salt caramel bite. Um, oh, and my father then... loves your blueberries. Okay. <laughs> There's like yes. ten
0: packs of them in the fridge at all <laughs> times.
1: amazing amazing yes the blueberries were our best seller for many many years um, Mm -hmm. but they have since been surpassed by our gummy gummies Mm. are the top category in cannabis now um, and still growing growing like crazy and then we also have a mint product
0: Mm, interesting so I'm really curious about dosage. And that is something I know very little about. And I think a lot of people that are nervous about edibles have the same sort of like baseline knowledge as I do, or maybe even less. I understand the difference between THC and between CBD. Uh, I understand the difference between Indica and sativa, but when it comes to dosing, I have no clue what I'm talking about. So I look at a Kiva bar and I'm like, okay, one milligram of THC or 10 milligrams of THC, like how, Fucked up, am <laughs> I gonna get So maybe you just kind of walk us through like that dosing system. And mm-hmm. as a point of reference, you know, I will take like one hit of a bliss pen, you know, those ones that buzz mm-hmm. and be like pretty stoned. And I would like to be less stoned than that if I were to mm-hmm. eat an edible, if it's gonna be for like six hours. So wh- h- what do I do?
1: amazing amazing okay <laughs> great you're like yes so i, Can I also give you have enough a context control? of where i want to be 100 yes. <laughs> <laughs> percent. yes and um i have a very low tolerance as well and i think and so does scott and i think that has informed a lot of the dosage and a lot of the products that we've come out with over the years so um one that is my particular favorite for someone like you that you that profile that you just described is the mint and our mints, they've been kind of dubbed the mom mint um, because they're great for people with a lot of responsibility who mm. need to be on their A game, who yeah. need just a little like attitude adjustment, right? So it's like just I just need to go from up here to right about here. You know, you don't wanna be this isn't this isn't like Saturday night out camping with your friends. This is like, yeah. you know. Monday evening and Tuesday is, you know, a big important meeting or whatever you have to do. So the mints are awesome for um for low, low dose. And they're two and a half milligrams of THC each. That's the amount that I can you can hand that tin to anyone and say, eat one. And they're mm-hmm. going to not call an ambulance, no fetal position, no crying. They're gonna be fine, right? They're gonna be happy. Hey, I- Yep. A-okay. A little mood adjustment, a little loosening of the shoulders. Um, Petra also people say on that the mint is called Petra. They also say that that is a great um, productivity tool. So that's an amazing place to start. And that two and a half milligrams of THC, you can use that as a reference point across all edibles. So Nothing nothing special about that dosage just for Kiva, other than the fact that we make it um, very uh, controllable with that two and a half milligrams. That's just a really nice starting point. Now, five milligrams if you wanna double that. Um, I would take, personally, I would take five milligrams and jump into bed and try to fall asleep before I really felt it, because five milligrams is probably like three glasses of wine for me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know okay. how. I'm starting to get a little, it's a, it's a little much. Um, yeah. And to give you another reference I'm point. This notes. Is... If you hear me typing, I'm taking notes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm your student right now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So then um, 10 milligrams, you see that is the state's, um, I don't want to say suggested dosing, but they require per regulation that all edibles are scored into 10 milligram increments, but 10, and same thing for Colorado, Nevada, but 10 milligrams is a lot. I think I never recommend, we never as a company recommend somebody start with 10 milligrams. If they're a newbie, that's like, that's going to give you that negative, negative experience. It's going to, it's too much, but a lot of cannabis connoisseurs, 10 milligrams, no problem, right? They'll eat 40, 50 milligrams. Yeah, the and before regulation, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So. The best-selling products back in like 2017 were 1,500 milligram um, brownies per unit. 1,500. So it's a lot. So you don't need that much. You only need two and a half milligrams. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Got it. All right. Well, that just frame of reference is really helpful. Um, and nobody who's ever taught me anything about that i feel like i'm sure if i like did a deep dive on the kiva website i could figure this out for myself but since you're the co-founder it's really nice to just be able to ask you directly hi i'm a novice what should i do
1: Um,
0: (laughs) that that's really really helpful so tell me more about kiva how did you start this company what were you doing before you said you started it 10 years before marijuana or can cannabis sorry um was really legalized in california um in a way where anybody could just go to the store and buy it. So how did you create this company? And I'm particularly interested in your story about how you guys, you know, followed laws and regulations, um, you know, because we even sold CBD products on Love Blonde a few years ago, and it was such a challenge. So how did you do that? How did you figure (laughs) it out? It was like such a tough nut to crack, and anybody that is able to, it's like bravo, you've done the hardest
1: thing (laughs) you could do. Well thank you. Yeah, um it was it was challenging you're absolutely right. Um but back in 2010 so um that's when we that's when we launched Kiva. Um, and m- when I say we, that's my husband now, my husband and I, but, um, we, we met in photography school, um, like around 2005 and, um, down in Santa Barbara, we thought we wanted to be photographers. <laughs> and even upon graduating, we, um, we moved back to the Bay area. So he's from San Diego. I'm from the Bay area. And, um, we started to try to find photography gigs and the economy was tanking, right? This is like 20, 2007, 2008, and things are just not looking good for folks trying to start a high-end, uh, photography company. Um, so to make ends meet, we were like, well, what else can we do? And cannabis was, um, still kind of like what you turn to, to like make extra income if you (laughs) lived in the Bay Area, um, at that time. So it was very much, um, under the radar. We just started a little backyard garden shed um, cultivation, you know, boarded up the windows, painted it white, um, you know, tried to seal all the cracks, keep the bugs out, and um, it, was, uh, it, it was pretty apparent after maybe a year or so that we weren't um, natural-born indoor farmers, <laughs> and our, our plants were, um, our flower that we grew was pretty pathetic, So, um, but what that did get us, uh, what, what that got us was, um, into the dispensaries to see what the, um, true opportunity would be for us. And that was in edibles because edibles back then are exactly low. How you explained it in the beginning, like scary scary and unprofessional, and they don't look like anything that you would buy at target or Starbucks or right. I mean, like we were carrying iPhones and then there were brownies on the shelf that said like 10 X with Ooh, saran I wrap.
0: I can't wait till I can get Kiva at target it at like any. Yeah.
1: I know. Oh, <laughs> yes. That would be amazing. <laughs> so yeah. So that got us, um, you know, we, we saw the opportunity to create a better consumer, um, experience with edibles and make something that we would enjoy that I could share with my mother-in-law that, you know, you can give to your grandmother, um, things like that. So yeah, yeah that's how we got, that's how we got, um, our
0: start. How do you make sure that the dosing is consistent in edibles or anything like that? Talk, talk me through that process. Cause there's gotta be a lot of chemistry involved, I would assume.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. So chocolate, um, I would say is probably one of the more straightforward, um, chocolate and cannabis are an amazing match because, uh, cannabis is fat soluble and chocolate mm-hmm. contains a lot of fat. Um, also, the flavors like they're just good together. Um, yeah. And what you want to do is get that THC totally um, homogenous inside of your starting material, right? And it's it's just process of mixing. So if you're mixing cake batter, it's homogenous, for just
0: like everything mixed together, like yes, not separated, kind of thing. Yes,
1: not separated. And you want you know the beginning of your batch to have the same amount of cannabis as the end of your batch. So you want that mixed all the way through. Um, no, like hot spots, right. Where you're going to get like a pop of cannabis here, but nothing there. So mixing in the chocolate is, is really important. So we do that. I mean, it's, it's time and temperature. We do that overnight. Um, that, that cannabis homogenizes and mixes all the way through, um, and but for something like the gummies, the gummies are a little bit more difficult because they're not. There's not as much. Um, the the cannabis doesn't want to naturally kind of bind um, with the with the properties of the gummy, and yeah. so there's there's definitely more chemistry and science and um, and R and D that goes into the gummies. Same thing for the mints. But um, it's all about. Uh, it's the same way that the food business operates, or that the pharmaceutical business operates, you know, you do a lot of testing, you create processes, documentation, and you just follow along with those um, processes that you create, and you're very diligent about how you run your operation, so that's, you know, that's the kind of the high answer about how we get those things done,
0: life is too short to sleep between anything less than really nice sheets but maybe you looked at some retailers and calculated the years of interest you'd pay on just one set and gave up but trust me go check out brooklinen brooklinen has a variety of sheets colors patterns and materials to fit your needs and tastes brooklinen is so confident you'll love their products they even offer a 365 day money back guarantee i have been sleeping on brooklinen sheets for years i love their lux set it is amazing i sleep so well in these sheets so i definitely recommend them and you guys, Brooklyn's biggest sale of the year is coming up. So if you've got people on your list who are hard to please, head to brooklynin.com and check out their entire selection of bedding, towels, loungewear, and more. They've even got candles, silk eye masks, robes, and more products. The sale starts November 18th, but why wait? Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code wellness to get 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K l-i-n-e-n.com and enter promo code wellness for 10% off your first order plus free shipping com and use promo code wellness at checkout i guess my my question is actually even more granular is like the cannabis that you put in is it in like a liquid form when you mix it in or is it like little leaves and you sprinkle them in that was really (laughs) a question and like how do you how do you get all of the dose the same like if gets, i guess it's oil you have a matter it's like you know this much oil if you put it in you mix it it's fine
1: <laughs> yes yes excellent question so um for the chocolate the extract that we use and it's an extraction so um for for the chocolate it's a cold water hash so if you imagine you have the cannabis leaf and mm-hmm. you have the trichomes that grow on the back and i always like to hold out my hand and say the trichomes are like the little picture them like little hairs on the back of your hand your wow. hand is the leaf so cold water hash is an agitation and ice water mixing process. So you put that leaf into ice water and you shake it up and agitate it. And that um, makes the THC trichomes brittle. They break mm. off and they separate from the leaf. So you've got this like almost a sandy, sloppy, wet mixture. That's the good stuff. You separate the, um, the leaf matter. So the, the cold water hash is a solid. It's mm. sandy. It looks like um, it looks like brownie mix when mm-hmm. it's done. It's like thick like that. So that's getting stirred in with the chocolate, right? And you can kind of picture now you've got brownie mix and chocolate sort of mixing together. Those two things really want to go together. Yeah. On the um, but your, to your point about oil, we also use an oil in our gummies, and that is what gets mixed into our like our basically like a sugar mixture. Um, gelatin or pectin, depending on which product we're making flavors. So that oil gets, um, gets mixed in and, uh, and distributed throughout that batch like that.
0: Mm, Interesting. Okay, cool. I think I have a better idea now in my mind. Um, I'm curious about the cannabis industry in general. Um, What are the, you know, two or three biggest challenges that you guys face? And it could be old challenges that you've conquered or something that you guys are dealing with now, but it's a, it's industry that is you know highly regulated. Cannabis is not legal everywhere. It is legal in New Jersey though now. So I'll be yes. going across the river to Jersey.
1: Um mm-hmm. yeah, what are the big challenges that you guys face? Yeah, so um so cannabis is there are some really huge challenges. One that's an, like a low hanging fruit challenge that affects everybody in the industry, no matter what state you're in, is banking. Uh. So, Banking, you can't get like a traditional bank. Like you can't go down to Wells Fargo and be like, hey, I have a cannabis company. I want to open up a checking account. And I want to take out a loan for, you know, $100,000 so I can buy a piece of, of, of equipment. They yeah. just, the big banks won't bank and they won't lend like an equity line of credit um, to, uh, to a company or a working capital line of credit to a company. Um, so that's a huge bummer um there are some banks doing smaller uh like smaller banks less well-known banks doing like a pilot process so what ends up happening why banking is such a problem is because when consumers go in to make a purchase at um you know harborside in oakland and Mm -hmm. they want to make a payment they can only do that in cash in some instances some places do have um like those small banking and those pilot um, processes but um, oftentimes the consumer has to pay the retailer in cash. Mm -hmm. So they've gone to the ATM, they've taken out cash (laughs) and they've handed it to the retailer. Then the retailer gives it to the distributor, right? When they make an exchange. Now, okay, uh, now the distributor gives it to the manufacturer. We're the manufacturer, we've got all this cash and now Mm -hmm. we wanna pay our employees or we need to buy packaging or pay our taxes and you've got a big pile of cash. So it's like, how do you pay your employees do that without a a bank? (laughs) Yeah, so that is like such a waste of time. It's getting better. I have to say it's it's not as bad as it was before um, where we do have some banking relationships, which is great. Um, So that's a huge, huge one. And then I would also say there's just like this kind of cannabis premium. Um, So when you wanna rent a facility, you wanna lease a facility, you're expanding, um, you have to get approval by your, by a a landlord to have that type of business there. And landlords are like, eh, I don't know, not super kosher about cannabis. So, okay, no, you can't, you can't rent this place. They're like, all right, great. And then real estate agents are like, oh, well, you're a cannabis company. You don't have very many options. So this place is at $2 a square foot instead of a dollar 50 a square foot. And you're like, Okay. Thanks. (laughs) So it's like this fake kind of, um, I mean, it's real, it's a stigma against even cannabis businesses. So that, that stigma again, it, um, it comes up against cannabis consumers as well, um, which I think is starting to fade away and, you know, a state's become legal that's helping, but, um, yeah, the industry is fraught with challenges. And I think it really boils down to that stigma being first Mm -hmm. and foremost.
0: Interesting. Um, do you see the stigma shifting, though, and changing?
1: Yes, yes. And legal, legalization helps a lot with that. And it's just going to take time. Um, but we've seen a huge, huge shift. And one great example are the types of folks that we're able to attract um, to employ. And people who want jobs in the cannabis industry—that has changed a lot since uh, legalization, uh, um, especially here in California, because mm-hmm. it's um, now cannabis is given um, like some validity and yeah. some some uh, a stronger foundation in which people are like, well, okay, I'll jeopardize uh, going into the cannabis industry, and I'll know that you know it might look poorly on my resume, right? If I were to jump into cannabis and, you know, cannabis is just the wild, wild West. So having regulation and licensing, um, it's better for folks who are trying to jump in from an employment perspective for investors. It just makes everybody feel more confident.
0: Yeah. So if you're a female, you want to start a cannabis company. Like what are the best resources for information are there trade shows you can go to? This industry is like, I don't know anything about it. So if you wanna get your foot in the door, how do, you, how do you do that? Would you recommend like working for a cannabis company first and then, and like learning all the stuff you just talked to me about and then going
1: out on your own? Cause it seems like there's so much to learn. There is so much to learn. Yes, there's so much to learn. And um, if you're going to start a business um, investment is probably something that you're going to have to take on. You're yeah. going to need a little war chest, um, to get going. And mm-hmm. that's mainly because regulations are strict. So you need a lawyer to help you navigate them. You need, um, a, a, like a licensing attorney to help you get your license and, you know, compliance folks. And wow. it's a lot. Um, but I think your suggestion of getting into a company is amazing and learning um, because there's so much opportunity in the cannabis world. And I think what cannabis offers, it's pretty unique, is that it's a, a, a quickly growing business and you can take your expertise from the outside world and mm-hmm. you can plant it into the cannabis industry. and and you're like doing things that the industry has never seen before. Um, and that's the same in sales in technology. Like we just hired an information systems team and Mm -hmm. they're bringing, you know, expertise from the outside world into the cannabis world and the cannabis industry, not just our company, but the cannabis industry as a whole has never seen that type of development in that niche. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's a really exciting time, but it is, um, it is challenging. I always like to tell women like just lean in, like, go for it, ask questions, like, you can, you can be aggressive, and the fact that the industry is still being developed, like, it's, it's a great time for women, because the, the book is being written, and the rules are being developed, and you can really jump in, and and have some influence.
0: There's still a lot of opportunity.
1: Tons, tons.
0: That's very cool. All right. Well, I have two questions to ask you. I ask these questions to all of the guests on the show. Um, So the first question is, what is your secret ritual? This is something you do that makes you feel happy or helps you unwind, but you do it in secret.
1: (laughs) Ooh, in secret. Well, let's see. I think what I really love to do, um, maybe this isn't, it's, it's a secret love. I don't really probably tell everyone, but I love hanging out and, um, I just had a baby. I love to just sit on the floor and play with the baby, like Mm. no emails, no cleaning, hopefully no diaper changes for a few minutes and just like fully hang out and play. It's really fun. Like I felt like before the baby, I never just like played on the floor with toys. (laughs) But it's really
0: <laughs> relaxing. I wish that there was a baby right next to me now so I could just like hang <laughs> out with it for a little while. That would be yeah. really, they sort of soothe my election nerves.
1: Yes.
0: Well um, like, okay, that's the first time we've gotten play with a baby. Um, <laughs> second question is, what's one thing you do now that you wish that you had learned earlier?
1: Oh, you know what? I would, lo- I wish, I wish that I would not have procrastinated or le- mm-hmm. I wish I would learn learned earlier to not procrastinate and to really find joy in, um, in tackling things that are hard. I'm Mm -hmm. only kind of now being able to do that. I think with having less time, you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, you open up your inbox and you're like, all right, what are the hardest emails to answer first? Let me do those. And then I'll circle back to the easy ones. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I think that I would love to go back to myself like 15 years ago and be like, learn not to procrastinate because it will be so helpful for you. Yeah, getting stuff
0: done that's hard actually feels really good. Oh, yes, yeah. so At good. At does. So and good. Whether it's a work thing or like you know a workout or whatever, I actually like have come to sort of crave that feeling of like, okay, this is uncomfortable, and I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so good. Yes, it's awesome. <laughs> That's so fantastic. All right, well, tell our listeners where they can find all of your amazing Kiva
1: products, the brand, learn about you guys. Yep, Um, kivaconfections.com. We just refreshed our website. So take a look and um, yeah, you can find all the information about our products there. And then also our Instagram is at madebykiva. And we just launched a new brand called Lost Farm. And you can find that on Instagram as well. Lost Farm by Kiva. Is that handle.
0: Fantastic. Thanks so much, Christy. We really thank you, appreciate love. the chat and thank you for teaching me about edible dosing. I will go get some Kiva next time I'm in California.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, let me know how it goes. I'm excited for you. To I
0: will. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
1: Thank you.